I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. <laughs> this is Liar Liar Pie Face. So here's the rules of the game. I'm gonna tell a truth or a lie. If Matt catches me in a lie, he's gonna throw a pie in the face. But if I don't catch him in a lie, he's gonna throw a pie in my face. Either way, somebody's getting a pie in the face. Pie in the face. Oh right. yeah. So where's the pies? And where's the face? Yeah. So you're saying the statement. I'm saying the statement. You're first. saying the statement. Okay. <gasps> when I was in elementary school, I played a carrot in the school play. <laughs> you lie. Dang you lie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey. <laughs> oh, you gave a mustard. Mmm. Oh, that's so disgusting. <laughs> it feels right. great. <laughs> when I was in <laughs> when I was in middle school, I swallowed a live goldfish. True. I did. That was not cool. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. It's got I mayo. <laughs> Is that mayo? It's banana cream. Is it banana? No, there's mayo in there. Mmm. Another pie! Yeah, I'm glad you got that one, then. <clears throat> My eyes are burning. I was born in Ohio. Oh, man. You tell the truth. Nope. <sighs> what is that? <laughs> I think it's chocolate. Chocolate syrup. Roy's gonna be so mad at me. All right, I'm getting biblical on you. I have been inside Abraham's tomb. True. I'm lying. I flew over it. Yeah. Oh man, it's so sloppy. <laughs> That's, that smells disgusting. Oh. <laughs> that is beautiful. Would you like some relish? Mm. Another pie, mom. Tastes delicious. Mm. <laughs> okay. I don't want to alarm you, sir. <laughs> but there's something in your teeth. <laughs> I played wide receiver for my high school football team. You're tall. You're athletic. You truth tell. Nope. <laughs> Booyah! That wasn't bad either. Banana cream. Man, you got all the good ones. I sure did. I lucked out on this one. <laughs> I'm mm. stuck with relish. Another pie. Oh, I think we're out of pies. And you got more than me. I did. Winner, oh. winner, chicken dinner, or relish and mustard. Thanks for joining us for another game of Liar Liar Pie Face. I was going to say Pants on Fire. No. Pie Face? Pie Face. Liar Liar. Pie Face. I'm Mike. You got He's Matt. <laughs> Matt. You got more pie though. I got, I got tasty pie. Yeah. <laughs> you can have some of that relish. <laughs> relish in it. <laughs> that was the nerdiest thing you've ever said. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
right, hey everybody, uh, welcome to South Point. Uh, I'm Brett, this is Mark, and we wanna welcome the kids in here. It's great to have you for this holiday weekend service. We typically have the kids in for the weekend, so give the great kids, workers, and volunteers a weekend off, except for all the preschool workers, sorry, but uh, we're glad to have the kids and our first time guests with us. Uh, make yourself at home, doesn't matter what your church background is, we're glad to have you along, and you may be wondering what in the world is going on. Probably everybody else is too, because we've never done this before. Now. Uh, Mark and I, we rotate sometimes to our two locations in Trenton and Allen Park. Uh, sometimes we put it on the screen, but I don't think we've ever been on the screen nope. at the same time together. So we're going to try and do the message this week as kind of a conversation. Yeah. And uh, we we have some notes that we're going to be going off of. I, I, I jotted down. notes and young man's Yeah, notes. he's got his on the iPad. I got mine on old school uh, white paper here. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're doing this series. Yeah, we're jumping back into our series for the holiday this, uh, this year called Forgotten Virtues. It's based on Craig Grishel's message series, Forgotten Virtues. So back on uh, Memorial Day, we talked about honor. Labor Day, we're going to talk about uh, loyalty. Thanksgiving is gratitude. Yep. And today, we've got integrity, which is something that's just lacking in our society, that's for sure. Oftentimes, unfortunately, in our churches and our families. When I think of integrity, you talk about, hey, what's a story that comes to your mind? The first one that pops in my mind is when we took a group of teenagers from South Point to Patton Park, yeah. and we just said, listen, how can we help? What can we do to serve? What can we do to help? And it was heard with suspicious ears. They didn't, they thought we were had an angle mm -hmm. or something. And we didn't realize it at first, but they had lots of people have come and said that to them. And the people just wanted free space. They wanted to do their program, yeah. but to get free room, free whatever. And right, it was just shocking. It's, it's unexpected. People don't expect to see that. Yeah. They assume the worst. Yeah. Or to get, you know, just to try to get something out of you. Yeah. Um, it was just crazy. And then, you know, always think of you go to a grocery store or a restaurant and if they give you too much change, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's right. five bucks or something, but wait a minute, that's not my money. You give it back mm -hmm. and their facial expression is shocked. always shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's sad. Yeah, well, it's, it, that's expected, of course, because we see it all around us. You, you see it in athletes, you see it in politicians. Yeah. Sadly, you even see it in the church. People assume that uh, you don't have integrity and when they see you do something, uh, that lacks integrity. They, well, so of course, uh, that that's just uh, the norm. We saw in that lie detector challenge, you know, the guys with the pies, and uh, yeah. By the <laughs> way, I wanted to be in that video, but Brett wouldn't. I would love to put a pie in your face, man. So uh, I, I had my doubts that it would be something sweet and tasty. So no, um, but in that in that challenge, uh -huh. you know, they were they were not being completely honest with right. each other. And uh, they were they were putting on a bit of a mask, a bit of a front, which yeah. happens in social media All a lot too, time. right? Yeah, we, we don't put our real self out there. And I think integrity is always knowing that you can count on somebody to do what's right, to, to, to be trustworthy, yep. to be honest, even when it's not easy, you know, doing the right thing when it's difficult because it's easy to not do the right thing. Yep. And so the phrase that we came up with, basically just a definition is, it's when integrity is when your beliefs or behaviors match up to your beliefs. Yeah, uh, I tell my kids, or I've said it, you could say it like this, you, you don't tell people who you are, you show them. You don't tell what, what kind of person you are, you just show them. Yeah. The actions speak so much louder, especially when it comes to these things. It's easy to say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be this, but when you do it, it changes everything. And that's, you talked about, you know, social media. This yeah. hashtag no filter, mm -hmm. and yet somebody spent an hour on the placement of the cup and, <laughs> and the lighting, and they took 20 different yeah. photos and they picked the best one. That's not real. And too often we pretend. The question here is that you ask is, am I the same in public as I am in private? 
Um, and there's a verse, uh, Proverbs, there's a great wisdom there in Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Yeah. Strong words. Yeah, so people expect their leaders even to to not be completely upfront and real and honest with them. And so I, I love that story in the Old Testament with Samuel the prophet, 1 Samuel 12, where he gets in front, he's, at the end of his life, he gathers the community of Israelites and he says, all right, everybody, uh, have I done anything wrong? Point it out to me, free shot. Has my life lacked any integrity? Have I not done what I said I would do? Because I want to know. And of course, the whole community looks at him and says, no, absolutely. you." You lived a, lack, yep. a life of integrity, a, a life of faithfulness to God. You did what you said you were going to do. And I, that's what I would like, like at the end, of my, the end of my ministry, the end of my career, the end of my life. I'd like to be able to say, hey, free shot, bring it on. Did, did you see me do anything that did not match with my beliefs? I mean, not, did you not like <laughs> you know, my, my speaking style or did you not like that joke or did you not like that decision or whatever? But point out to me, have I done something that was wrong, that uh, did not show integrity before God, because I want to know that. Yeah, now, hopefully bold. they'll say no. So you're not <laughs> offering that up this week on Facebook yet, or anything? Not yet, okay. not at the end yet, my friend. <laughs> That's a bold Don't move. rush me, don't rush me. That's a big one, it really is. And to look back over, you know, 50, 60, 70, however many yeah. years you've lived and just say, like, it's not about today, am, am I a person of integrity today, but yeah. I've been a person of integrity my entire life. Yeah. That's bold, that's powerful. There's another guy in scripture that you think about, well, it's not the first person I think about when I think of integrity, but it's David. Yeah. David had <laughs> the lack of, in, yeah, man, he big <laughs> bonehead, stupid decisions, made a lot of mistakes, but God uses him yeah. to give one of the best pictures of what um, integrity looks like in your life. It's Psalm yeah. 15, it's very powerful. Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary? So who can be close to God? It's he whose walk is blameless and does what is righteous. That's integrity. Mm -hmm. He who speaks the truth from his heart, has no slander on his tongue, all integrity. integrity. Yeah, I'm not going to use social media or anything to put other people down. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to yeah. love people with my David words. David wrote that? Yeah. No, I, integrity, man. He didn't, he didn't say that. <laughs> he even That's posted you. that okay. on social media back then <laughs> without electricity. <laughs> who does his neighbor no wrong and casts no slur on his fellow man? And who despises a vile man but honors those who fear the Lord? And here's one of my personal favorites. He who keeps his oath even when it hurts. Yeah, Dad, I'll do the yard. I'll mow the yard. Oh, but then it's 85 degrees and it's going to take you an hour. You made an oath, right? Yeah. You do what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. and the last one he uses is who lends money without usury, which is just extra interest and does not accept a bribe against the innocent. That's the person that will never be shaken. That's integrity. Yeah. So I think out of that passage, I think you come up with some different benefits. There's a lot of benefits to having integrity, but we'll, we'll give you four benefits. Yep. And the first one is that you can climb closely with God uh, because it's a climb to try and live a life of integrity. It's not easy, it's difficult, it's uphill, it's going against the flow, it's countercultural. So uh, you, need, you need help to do that. God's there to help you. And yep. David says, well, who can enter into God's presence, into his sanctuary? Uh, it was the person with integrity. So if you wanna have close communion and fellowship with yep. God, you gotta have that kind of integrity. It's kinda like with my own kids, if I were to say, hey, Guys, uh, these are our family values. I expect you to live by these values. And if they said, hey, just forget you, Dad. We're not going to do that. We're going to do what we want. Well, you know, I'll still love them. Maybe. Maybe. I'll love them. <laughs> but there's not going to be the same kind of yeah. closeness and intimacy exactly. in that relationship. But secondly, another benefit is you will have a built-in guide. Because if you think of this as an uphill climb, going up a mountain, you need a, yep. you need a Sherpa. You need a guide to get you there. And that's what integrity does is it, it becomes your, your moral compass, you know, that you are able to uh, sit there and, and say, instead of going, 
um, I think I'm going to do this thing, but it's kind of gray. I'm not sure, but I think I'll, I'll be okay. Integrity points out, no, this is black, this is white, this is right, this is wrong. And you're going to go ahead and do yeah. the right thing, even though it's difficult. Yeah, it's those questions, all of them in your life. What's the right thing to do right yeah. here? I know another one we talked about is peace. So it just provides peace, constantly peace in your life. So um, I mess with my wife all the time. I sleep super well. I don't care what I've done. I go to bed. When my head hits a pillow, I am out. And I've always heard that those who have clear consciences <laughs> sleep well. So obviously I have a clear conscience. But when you hit the pillow and you sleep well, I mean, like, you don't have to worry about, you know, is my husband going to find out about right. what I did? Yeah. Is is my wife going to check my browser history? Right. Is my parents going to check my browser history or what I put on social media? I have 10 different accounts where that one guy <laughs> find the ninth account that I wrote that about them. Like that's a that's a horrible place yeah. to be in. Yeah. Lack of peace. You're always wondering what if I get caught? If my boss finds out what I've been doing, I'm going to get fired. That's a horrible place. There is a lack of peace. And if you just did the right thing, I got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, that's integrity is doing the right thing. Um, there's an, yeah, another the value. One, uh, yeah, one more value. Yeah, the fourth one was you just gain trust, respect, yeah. and honor. Uh, simple. Your like your teachers, your mom, your dad. People will respect you yeah. if you just are who you say you are. You want to follow somebody like that. You yeah. want to be like them. Yeah. So uh, uh, again, it's it's doing the right thing. It's it's never easy. It it is that kind of an uphill climb and uh, you need help, you need a guide, and God gives you that. There's no excuse for not doing the right thing as Christians because sure. we've got His teaching in Scripture. We've got, He gives us wisdom if we ask for it. We have the power of the Holy Spirit within us. Um, but years ago, back when, remember when Miley Cyrus was still like oh, sweet yeah. little Hannah Montana? Oh, she yeah. had this very inspirational pop song about this climb, this overcoming difficulties and pressing forward, you know. But actually, were you aware the songwriters intended that song to be a lot more spiritual. They had some lines in there about prayer, but it got taken out to make it more popular. So we're gonna take it back today. We're gonna to make oh, yeah. that song a little bit more spiritual uh, about keeping the faith, keep trying, keep doing what God has called you to do. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. And my faith is shaking, but I, Gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle But sometimes you're gonna have to lose Ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb The struggles I'm facing The chances I'm taking Sometimes they knock me down but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that 
I'm gonna remember most, yeah. I just gotta keep going and I, I gotta be strong. Just keep on pushing on. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. But sometimes you're gonna have to lose. Ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. There's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna wanna make it move. Always gonna be an uphill battle. But sometimes you're gonna have to lose. Ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. It's the climb. Keep on moving, keep climbing, keep the faith, yeah. It's all about, it's all about the climb. Keep the faith, keep your faith. Whoa. I haven't heard that song in a long time. I'm not gonna lie, but when you think of the Miley client. Cyrus, yeah, I know, dude. I didn't like the it when client. it came out, but I just that's just me. My, my daughter loved her. I'm a, hey, we watched every single episode, I think. Well, but watching her my career, right? You just went down a little bit, but okay. <laughs> my kids, but uh, her life for sure shows there was a moment in her life when it, you know she was known for even some godly things, trying yeah. to be known for purity, things like that, and then. She stopped that climb, it seemed like. Yeah, um, true. And, you know, not nothing about her in particular, just about all of us. A lot of times we stop our climb. Maybe mm -hmm. you're watching this now and you've stopped that climb of, because climbing up the ladder of integrity is difficult. It's easy to go downhill of hypocrisy, mm -hmm. you know, that slope, yeah. slippery slope, faking it, pretending, not being who you really are. Um, the word for hypocrisy, right? The Greek word mm -hmm. means actor, literally means actor. So you're literally pretending to be someone that you're not. Yeah, somebody who would put on a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And we do that with social media. We do that with our words. We just pretend to be someone we're not. I know for me, it was in high school. I was a totally different person around my parents or around my mom and church than I was other people. It wasn't like drugs or alcohol for me, but my relationships with girls, just what I cared about, my priorities. I was known as a goody two-shoes around mm -hmm. one crowd, but then I was like everybody else around the other. Yeah, you were like a Sunday Christian, and yeah. your Monday through Saturday, you were totally different kind and of person. And I justified yeah. it the whole time, right? It was right. no big deal, but what I soon found out was Jesus has a big deal. He does not like hypocrites. He deals with yeah. hypocrites even stronger than yeah, sinners. And that's who he comes down on is uh, is the religious folks. You know, it's again the idea of people in the world are going to live like people in the world. What do you expect? But 
in the church, God's people are expected to live by a, a different standard. Yep. And so that's why it comes down on them. And there's this great passage in Matthew chapter 23 where he's speaking to uh, these Pharisees, you know, these hypocrites, and he, he says, woe oh. to you, <laughs> woe, which is like, you are in such big trouble. You have no idea uh, how much trouble you're in right now because uh, he's going he's gonna to pass judgment on them. He says, woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they're full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, you can't even see it yourself. You don't see your own hypocrisy. He says, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside will be clean. Now, in the same way on the outside, you appear to people as righteous, but in the inside, you're full of wickedness and hypocrisy. Uh, so I, I think that's pretty common that we, we put on that religious righteous show for everybody, uh, but we're play acting. We've got a mask on. That's not who we really are. Uh, and so we're full of wickedness. We're full of hypocrisy, lack of integrity, uh, just like the Pharisees. So, And it's not even important to us anymore. A lot of people, you don't even care. Like, you don't even care that you're a hypocrite. You, you don't, don't see care it. That. Yeah. You don't even see it. You do it so often. So a question is, like, you know, it's starting to help you think about it is what's it worth to you? Yeah. Because everybody wants to have integrity. I mean, it's a word that, you know, you want to say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, integrity yeah. is important to me. But your actions define integrity more so yeah. than your words, right? What's your price? What are you willing to sell out for? Right? Yeah. And so the, the easy examples are, like, if you lie on a resume. So if you mm -hmm. lie on a resume, then what you are physically saying, what I'm physically saying is that my integrity is worth the benefits of that job. Right. That, that, that pay. If I cheat on a test, mm -hmm. my integrity is worth whatever I think I'll get from an A. Right. If I You're lie to a guy yeah. or a girl, my integrity is worth mm -hmm. getting that person to like me. If I steal something from work, take a ream of paper home even, like a tiny little thing, my integrity is worth a ream of paper. Yeah, because if, you'll, if you will steal something small, yeah. then why not steal something big? Because you've already shown what kind of character you are. You are. Yep. You're just haggling over the price of your soul, yeah. basically. So you can sell out for something very small. You know, maybe you're a business owner and you, you try to cut corners, you know, because you think your client can afford it. So that's what your integrity is worth. Or you overbill people because you, you figure, well, they'll never miss it. Yep. That's what your integrity was worth. Uh, you might lie around your friends. You know, you exaggerate. You tell these big stories to make yourself look better. Or you, you tell a lie so they won't think you're a bad person. Or, you know, you don't want to make yourself look bad. Or, what about you, man? These are a lot of examples about everybody else. What about you? Well, I, I have examples, but because uh, this is being recorded, um, <laughs> I, I, I will tell you one about in When I was a teenager, I remember going down to uh, Kings Island, which was the mm -hmm. Cedar Point oh, yeah. where I lived down around. It was in the Cincinnati area and was playing skee-ball machines and the skee-ball machine was broken. So I just kept playing it over and over and over for free, getting all these tickets. And then I turned in all the tickets for some junky little prize. And I knew it was wrong, but that's what I sold my integrity for. You know, it's, instead of doing the right thing, I'd rather have some junky little prize. Awesome. So yeah, I know it's going to be on Facebook this week, right now. <laughs> it's going to be, it's, it's done. I'm not the only one out there, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Never pages a skee-baller, but I get it. <laughs> well, I got some skills. Yeah. So there's a guy, right? Now I want you to watch this story in a second, but there's a guy in the Old Testament that that's a perfect example of just this guy, his integrity was worth everything to him because he lived a crazy life, went through a lot of things that none of us will ever go through, and yet he kept his integrity intact. Watch this. Remember Joseph, the guy from Genesis with the big colorful coat? When the Bible talks about Joseph, he uses one phrase a lot. It says that God was with Joseph. No matter what happened, 
people could tell God was always there with him. Take this story for example. If you remember, Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery. He was sold to an Egyptian named Potiphar. Potiphar liked Joseph and saw that he had sick leadership skills. He quickly promoted him and trusted him completely. Oh, one other thing, Joseph was attractive. Not only did he belong on the cover of Trustworthy magazine, he could also appear in Genesis hunks. While Potiphar admired Joseph's integrity, Potiphar's wife loved his rugged good looks. She would flirt with Joseph. First it was just blowing him air kisses, but soon she invited him to join her in bed. Joseph refused. He told her, my master, your husband, has trusted me with everything in this house. Not only would it be a betrayal of his trust to go to bed with you, but it would also be a sin against God. See, God was with Joseph, helping him resist temptation. That didn't stop Potiphar's wife. She kept trying and he kept saying no. He made sure not to spend unnecessary time with her. He resisted her every time. One day, Joseph was working alone and Potiphar's wife found him. He said no, but she pulled at his clothes. Joseph knew he had to get away from the situation as quick as possible. Her grip was tight and his only chance to run was to slip out of his garment and leave it behind. This rejection was too much. When her husband came home, Potiphar's wife held up Joseph's clothes and made a false accusation. Joseph came in here and tried to commit adultery. Here's proof, he left his clothes behind. Potiphar had Joseph thrown in prison. While prison might sound like an ending to some, it was just another part of God's plan for Joseph to become a great leader in Egypt. Because again, God was always with Joseph. With every advance and accusation, Joseph resisted temptation by staying close to God. It was a fine display of epic integrity. All right, so I would say to Joseph, he would say my integrity yep. means everything to me. I mean, no matter what the cost, no matter what I miss out on, uh, my integrity is worth more than all of that. But what happens when we do recognize a lack of integrity? Well, a couple of things I say. First, get to know Jesus. I mean, it's, it sounds simple, but it, it really is the idea of making sure that you know what Jesus is like, yeah. which means you gotta, you gotta read about him in the Word, you gotta study him, you can't get to know him from a distance or from, from being absent. You gotta figure out, you know, we always ask, what would Jesus do? Well, you can't answer that question unless you know what he yeah. did. So let him lead you through his Holy Spirit and guide you by his actions and his words. And just like in normal day life, right? If I know you, then it's easier to trust you. So if I know who you are and have a relationship with you, then I may do what you ask me to do. Yeah. And that's exactly what Jesus said. So Matthew, what, Matthew 5, was it 37? He says, let your yes be yes, your oh, no, no be no. no. Yeah. Just do what you said. That's a huge one. He mm -hmm. said that in our family all the time. Don't lie. Don't make up stuff. Let your yes be yes. Be a person of your word. Yeah. Make sure your belief, your actions match up with your beliefs. Make sure your beliefs match up with God. So that, that gives you a great guide in life and all those four things. It gives you peace. It gives you uh, security. It gives you honor and integrity with other people. And it will be a guide. Um, you won't be pretending or faking anymore. Right. So uh, get to know Jesus and start doing what Jesus said. Yeah. So, what is and our big, big idea? idea? The big idea <laughs> is line up your behavior with your beliefs. All right. Simple as that. Line it up. Get a line. Make sure there's a consistency there. And, uh, and it's really, we, we ought to be clear on this. It's not just making sure that your behaviors line up with your beliefs, but making sure your beliefs line up with God. Yep. What does God say? Is your behavior consistent with what God tells us to do? Is your behavior integrated with the Lordship of Christ that I'm uh, letting the Holy Spirit guide me through the life of Christ and the words of Scripture. And if, if we're not, if we're lacking in some way, lacking integrity, then we've got to ask God 
to, to show it to us. Maybe we're not even aware of it. Yep. You know, we, we, we're kind of like those Pharisees and don't even see it in ourselves. But if, if you do, then we got to ask for him to help us because uh, we can't do it on our own. So let's do that now. I'm going to invite everybody. Let's all pray together right now. And you just put this in your own words, but you can pray along with me and say, Father, uh, show me where I'm lacking integrity. Uh, help me to see it in myself. Um, and Lord, wh whatever it is that I, I don't have integrity and I confess that to you. And everybody who's praying right now, you go ahead and you just name it to God, whatever you need forgiveness for. And God, we're grateful uh, that you forgive us, that your grace is greater than... Uh, than our sins, that, um, God, you would help us to, to be faithful uh, because you're faithful. Uh, your, your word promises that you're faithful and you're just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, God, that you would purify us. So, Lord, we're praying that you would forgive us of all of our hypocrisy, that uh, we would be the same people in private, that we are in public, that we would be the same people all week long that we are when we show up for church, um, that we would live lives full of integrity and godliness because we're asking it in Jesus' name. Amen.